I think there are times when growth is the introduction of higher dimensions of consciousness. I'm sure there is a quote somewhere that can mirror my sentiments. I'm just too lazy to find it. So, I decided to do a quick unprofessional sociological research about the journey of social media, something we can all relate to. Well, only if you grew up in the 90s and hit puberty when the popularity of Kapuka and Genj was on the rise. Wabikelele. A time when all you had to worry about was joining a national secondary school and joining one of the prestigious universities in the country or getting a scholarship to Harvard. You learned how to use LinkedIn, years back maybe while still in campus and your first smartphone was safely tucked in your college backpack. Not that you wanted to connect professionally, no, just like with a Facebook wave you just wanted to follow famous people, and be like them, the type with 8 zeros in their bank accounts, and maybe more. You thought they had wisdom you could milk out of them and maybe shoot a hay and meat over for lunch. The naivety of youth and technology was something lost on you. Then you probably missed the first wave of Facebook. Here is where the early adopters jumped on and created a crazy almost cult-like following and bored the first crowd of influencers. Their lingo? Politics, football, sex, and scandals. If we were to do a Where Are They Now series we'd find most are lined up in chemists buying up supplements and sleeping pills, defending idealistic opinions, and preaching to the newest wave about decency and internet decorum. But who cares anyway? If we carried a 5-liter jerry can of water to school Monday to Monday, what is internet decorum? You scrolled through posts, life coaching ones were the worst, I mean, who gave them the manual? You would go through those holding your nose up. Then there was an Oprah Winfrey-inspired post accompanied by a picture of hanging cleavage, powdered red lips and eyes looking up into the heavens like that is where they got the idea from. You like that one because who doesn't like cleavage? Sorry. I mean inspiration. Who doesn't like inspiration? Life gets hard sometimes. Then you came across the funny one. You laughed at it but then you didn't like it, you just scrolled. Why? Because it didn't have cleavage? When you're almost done you would come across it, a long post defending a politician's actions. He addressed a crowd and provoked some and there was an outcry to have him arrested. But this post defended his actions. The writer threw in free speech with heavy words, a few in vernacular and fanaticism opinions he wore like handcuffs. You may have agreed with them or maybe not, either way, it was none of your business because everyone is allowed to make a big deal about things that are important to them. In between there, came Twitter. The lucky ones discovered it when it was still young, they were the founding fathers. When people caught up, they were already notable and so they got followers. Others were just famous, some for actual talent and others for spreading their naked pictures. So, since you had too much dignity to strip down and no talent to make you a celebrity, you hanged on to your 102 followers. The timeline had many breakfast shows trending with desperate trendsetters heaping praises on presenters even if they were not listening in. Lies we tell on socials, right? After all, it is social media. After the first wave of Facebook then came the second wave, we will call it Facebook with parents for now. With this, our parents joined the scene and started buying China smartphones as we tirelessly helped them join the bandwagon. They could not believe how every information came from Facebook. So, they started posting pathetic photos and commenting on every post they found on their timelines with words like absolutely and amazing. They believed everything they read without consideration, I mean, this was a whole new experience, their teenage life wasn't as fun so they started reliving it and dancing to the tune of modernization and social media. Nowadays, news is not cool, who watches it? 
We have Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, a newspaper and prime time are 2 These days, they devote much of their time scrolling through their gadgets and forgot their parenting responsibilities. The majority brought in the birth of fake news that they forwarded to all WhatsApp groups they were in. And because they thought they knew everything with their 20th century blurry beliefs, the youngsters couldn't do much but watch from a distance as technology took over them because Kachambari Hai Pashwi Moto. Not even related, but we move regardless. Then Instagram kicked in. But, don't crucify me if my chronological order of events is off. I am going on from the shaky stability of my memory. I do not remember names and I am not good with faces. I will not remember my friends from high school when we meet in town. I will even forget their names without a reminder on my phone. No, it's not personal but I need to think about more important things sometimes. Serious things. Life-changing things. Like why would Shelly be selling seashells by the seashore? Sounds like a drug problem to me. But do you care? No, because your father took you to school so that you can think straight and inside the box that society built for us. I will call you bro or sis many times, and if we do exchange numbers, you will save it yourself while I add a suffix based on where we met. It makes my life simpler but I doubt Dante Wakibangi would think that. Lakini C. Waganjakoya should have also addressed the current prices of weed in his Roots Party Manifesto. Too high. We also want to save some money to own a ranch so that we can take someone's daughter for a champagne bush breakfast, but knowing these daughters of Moombi, she will say we're wasting many two burrodi twa 50 times 100 megata megata. It's in the katiba. Read. Ah. Now I forgot what I was talking about. Instagram. Instagram kicked in and locked some of us out. It was during the height of Windows phones. Pathetic OS with much promise like these leaders we have. You were either on iPhone or Android to enjoy the perks of the app while the rest of us peasants had to impatiently wait before they actually launched an official app. Which didn't even help as the updates came like handouts. We had to beg for them. So, by the time the wave properly kicked in, there were just too many filters to try. The platform was a big deal if you wanted to earn any social currency and turn into a likes junkie. A place so hectic you run out of data balances before you got to the fourth soft life ambassador's post on a yacht. Also, before the stones start coming in, I have nothing against the soft life. As a matter of fact, I want to be on the same WhatsApp but I'm broke, dead broke. So, if you know who the gatekeeper is, let them know Nico Hapa Inge, I want to be in the compound. I can work with a semi-soft life, Nwangu. And finally, the terrible tease came. Tinder and TikTok. I guess these came in handy with the microwave memes. Sorry, they're not that terrible, I'm sure they are fun. Personally, I am too old for one of them and so are most of you. The other is too young for me. It's like when your girlfriend is telling you a story and she says for example, let us say you're handsome and rich. The cozy. Snapchat on the other hand was originally marketed as an app to send nude pictures called Pickaboo. So, I'll pass those. But with that said I have one more thing to say. Social media has made it easier for us to spitbile in multiple directions and bullshit everybody. Do not get fooled by these social peacocks. There is usually more than meet the eye. And it is time we take off the flex and the white lies. Time we learn how to sit out all the information we're processing. Time to take off the fabricated streams. Save yourself some energy because none but ourselves can free our minds from mental slavery. You know what, forget it, just go to church. Yes, there are stories hiding somewhere. 
Stories I will and can only tell over a cup of caffeine, dark ambience, and a bunch of revelers. The kinds of stories that should not see the light of day. The ones you kick out of your head before the sun rises and let them run the walk of shame around your mind and into the dark. But what can I say? I'm not fluent in small small talks. One fine morning, I will get tired of the hypocrisy and lies on social media and relocate to Mars where there is no Wi-Fi and life might be real. Till next time, let me sleep before the price of sleep goes up because our politicians have quoted all Bible verses except the one where Zacchaeus returned to the poor all that he had stolen from them. All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. Don't just consume news, understand it. It is 11.25 p.m. in Maroi. Eshbwana. There is no moral code here. Niku Badyani Hadi and 95 Hage Corona Buana. Chronics, likes. Disclaimer. But it is not all bad. Technology has become an indispensable part of our lives. It would be insane and 18th century-ish to assume that we can get through one day without needing it. From the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep, we're enveloped by technological innovations and shall continue to be so.